are listening to the fourth episode of the Co-Production Podcast. Welcome. I am Domenico Laporta and I'm the editor of Cineropa.org, your number one resource for European industry information online, accessible 24-7 for free in four languages. The Co-Production Podcast is a co-production between Cineropa and Eurimage. Today, in the Co-Production Podcast, I have the pleasure to welcome the producers of the film Wake Me, directed by Croatian-Slovenian director Marko Santic. Wake Me is a co-production between Slovenia, Croatia, and Serbia, three countries we haven't spoken about in this program so far. So let's start with the introductions. Starting with you, Daniel, tell us about Vertigo production in Slovenia. Hi, uh, my name is Daniel Hucheva. I am the producer from Vertigo Ljubljana. We established the production company back in the 90s. And since uh, my start of my career, I, I produced or produced more than 40 feature films, including, for instance, Father, uh, not English Father, but a Serbian Father film directed by Serdan Golubovic, which presented last year at the Berlinale, or uh, God Exists, Her Name is Petrunia by... Uh, Teona Mitevska, which was in Berlinale Competition in 2019. Uh, then I produced several features of Damian Kozole, Slovenian director, including Slovenian Girl, which premiered in Toronto 2009 and has been one of the most um, well-distributed Slovenian films uh, around the world. In more than 30 f- uh, states, we had theatrical release. Uh, Bread and Milk was a, f- a film for which we received Lion of the Future, directed by Jan Cvitkovic, Slovenian director, so his first feature film. Um, and mainly I'm, I'm co-producing with my, my fellow producers from the wider Southeast European region, but also with Italy, Germany, France, uh, Belgium, so on. Thank you. Also with us today, Jure from Jaka Produksia in Croatia. Welcome, Jure. My name is Jure Busic. Uh, I'm producer from production company Jaka Produkcija based in Zagreb in Croatia. Um, I started this production company t- around 12 years ago and uh, we are producing uh, live action documentaries and also animation film and series. Till now, we mostly produced uh, uh, sh- shorter films, sh- uh, short, produ- short live actions and short animation films. And uh, this was now really a um, uh, big, uh, big uh, opportunity for us. And I'm really, really happy that we can uh, work together on this project with uh, Slovenia, with Daniel Hochevar, who is a really experienced producer. And our connection here was uh, director Marko Šantić, because uh, I know him from before, and my company already produced his two short fiction films and we had really great connection and it was one of one of these films blue peter that we finished uh, at the end of two, 2016 was really very successful on international festivals it was on more than 90 festivals and it got 10 awards so when we when we had this chance to work again with marco and with company vertigo from slovenia we were we said, this is great, and let's go in, in this. So. Thank you. 
We should have had today also Stefan Orlandic representing Living Pictures in Serbia, but unfortunately, Stefan is unable to attend because he's sick. So I wish Stefan a swift recovery. Um, Daniel, maybe you can tell us a bit about the story of the film without spoiling it too much. Uh, well, I hope I will not spoil it too much. Uh, it's uh, it's a film which Marco has been developing and, and working on for quite some time together with his co-writer um, and and also an author, um, Goran Vojnovic, also Slovenian uh, writer, director, author. So the story was largely impacted by migrations and, and terrorist attacks in 2015 and 16 and such events. Uh, uh, started uh, to lead to increased uh, Islamophobia and fear of different cultures in basically all over Europe, including Slovenia, since Slovenia was one of the countries which was which were on the route towards the the Western European countries. And this this was something which triggered uh, Marco to write this story about about. Uh, about uh, xenophobia and and fear about of, of other cultures and put it in the subject of of, of amnesia and what is really the amnesia uh, which we could or are living now as as uh, citizens uh, both in of our countries and as citizens of Europe and how this is affecting our both daily life and our relations um, with with others or with different people it's an interesting but also a complex topic. How long did it take to find the right angle to tackle it? So we, we found this subject very, very interesting. Um, but it took really a few years that, that, the, that the story was sharpened to the, to the extent that we, say, uh, that we could say this is really something which we could share with our friends from, from other production companies and start working on it. So the process was really long, and um, after a certain period of time, uh, Marco also decided to invite his fellow writer-director from Croatia, Sara Hriber, to join, and she also then worked with, with them on next draft of the script. So uh, I think that it took us all together, I think, five, more or less four or five years of, of longer and, and, and slower development. And um, in that period, Marco also directed uh, two of his TV features. And um, besides that, he did a really successful short film. So at a certain point, we realized that now we have really um, already skilled and experienced director and, and good package uh, to, to go on with the project and to start the financing of, of it. How did you get interested in the project in the first place? In the first place, I mean, uh, I had to admit that the, the subject or the idea of the project was something which was really interesting for me, but not the, not the script itself. And I have to admit that um, I was more into um, the idea of working with Marco, since I know him for a very long period of time. He also collaborated with us as an, as an AD on several other films we produced. So I know him as a as a as a um, good good collaborator. I know him as a as an interesting younger and upcoming director. I like his idea, but I didn't really like that very first draft of of treatments or scripts. And and as I said, it took us a long time to 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 sharpen that into 
what we all then somehow um, appreciated or liked. Were there any event of development uh, workshops or maybe co-production markets that you attended with the project? Uh, yes, we attended. Uh, we attended sources too. Uh, Marco was uh, was uh, p participated with the script at sources too. It helped him uh, uh, a lot uh, to to write the new the new draft. And then um, we already started the the discussions with Jure, and we also had the idea of of bringing on board another producer from the region. So um, we really didn't felt like we really need a, a co-production market for for getting partners or co-production partners on board since we we usually have this kind of collaborators uh, collaborations between between producers from from different uh, post-yugoslav countries in place all the time it was just the 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 the, the situation that um, also due to marco's previous collaboration with uh, with jure i didn't go and offer this project to my, let's say, usual suspects in Croatia to some other producers, but I was happy to to work for the first time with Jure, with whom we met years ago while he was still studying at, at the film school in Zagreb, and I was invited once to have a, a short uh, masterclass there. So, Jure, I, I, I think that we this was the first time we met. And then it took maybe another, I don't know, um, six seven years to or, or even more to 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 start working on this project um so we, as i said uh, we worked uh, with the project or we the project was part of the of the script development uh workshop uh but later on we we find our route and our way how to develop it uh, ourselves and how to financing ourselves But we will for sure uh, try to um, present it now after we will edit it uh, as a work in progress to, to address the, 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 the sales agents. And um, did you manage to secure some financing during the development phase just to finance the script? Yes, uh, we, we got the financing for the development both from Slovenian Film Center and also from the Creative Europe Media. The film was part of one of our uh, slates of projects. And uh, then already during this advanced development, um, we succeeded in, 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 uh, get, in getting the, sources, the, develop, the production sources from the Slovenian Film Center first. And then... Croatia and Serbia came as last. Uh, we also tried in France, uh, as we have a smaller French production company as partners on board as well. Um, we didn't get the support from CNC, um, but we got the support from SASEM, which is the French collective management organization, um, which which will support the the music composing of the film with a certain uh, financial uh, support. Uh, the reason is that Marco would like to work on the film with the French-based uh, Austrian-Czech composer Jan Wisotsky. And, uh, and we, then we found this solution of uh, additional financing of this, of this part of the, of the post-production which I think it's fine. And we will also try again to get maybe the post-production support from CNC since 
we still didn't somehow completely close the financing. And of course, you were invited to the co-production podcast because the film was supported by Eurimage. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And how did that money intervene in the financing of the film? What did you do with it? We, we um, applied late last year uh, and they supported our project with, uh, I, would, I could say, a significant amount of, of financing which is basically helping us to to make this film uh, almost exactly in a way as as, as Marco envisaged it uh, and as we would like to do it. Um, since otherwise, uh, basically, the, the financing coming from all our countries is never really sufficient for, uh, for a, a proper feature film. And filmmakers and producers are usually in that situation trying to find, you know, shortcuts uh, and making films for for smaller budgets. But that's, of course, not, not, not really the best way to do the films. Can you tell us about the budget of the film? The budget of the film, uh, that's very that's very fluid thing. But uh, at the end, uh, or I could say that more or less what we would like to get at the end is 1.3 million euros um, with... Um, almost a million coming from Slovenian, different Slovenian sources, and including media and, and development uh, sources from the Slovenian Sin Center. And the rest is, a um, good half of the rest is coming from Croatia and, uh, and uh, around or a bit less than 10% from Serbia. We made this film under the new convention on cinematographic productions, which allows... Uh, um, the highest, the, the the biggest producer to go up to eighty percent, and uh, the smaller to bring in at least five percent. Since uh, we are, if we are making films with budget of over one million in, in our part of the of Europe, we are struggling with with sometimes struggling with getting more than hundred and fifty or two hundred thousand uh, from one territory. So we have to rely on this uh, new new conventions which is which is a bit more flexible towards those who could bring in uh, smaller smaller participations so of course 210,000 coming from Eurimage is quite a significant amount uh, when you have a 1.3 million budget yes that's true that's that's basically the maximum you can get as the the Participation is limited to up to 17%, speaking of feature films. And uh, as I said, it's, it's, it's the amount which basically enables us to make the film in a, in a let's, let's call it normal way, uh, in, in, in with 32 shooting days, which, which we did from late January to early March, and to, to do it in a normal production pace and also to use to use a studio for for certain scenes which was extremely important for us especially in this time of corona since um, the first idea was to to do the whole film in outdoor locations so also including the apartments in that two uh, cities where it took place which is one big industrial town close to the Slovenian border with Austria and uh, a nearby touristic uh, resort. 
Uh, but then after, after last year, we realized that uh, at least something we will have to move in the, in the studio since uh, we could not uh, find a way how to shoot in a block of flats for almost 10 shooting days uh, with a full crew in these special conditions. So um, basically this Eurimash uh, support uh, helped us accommodating shooting in the, in the studio and also we had to we had to somehow cover all those additional expenses which which now or almost regularly goes uh, in hand in hand with 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 corona protocols so all those testings all those uh, and that covid marshal you have to have at the set and all those additional uh, expenses which 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 are generated uh, while you are you are shooting nowadays. Was the studio in uh, Slovenia or in Croatia? The studio was in Slovenia. Um, it was a studio of this film studio Viba Film, which is also a sort of a public support which you could use um, when and if your film is supported by the Slovenian Film Center. Since the Slovenian Film Center doesn't have um, bigger amounts of financing in place for the support. They are offering the producers also to use of the certain studio facilities and uh, technical facilities and uh, post-production facilities in that studio, which is a public institution and uh, basically almost part of the f- of the film center. Um, speaking of Croatia, um, maybe Jure could take from this point. We uh, we brought in a large. Um, the large crew from from Croatia, right, Yuri? What did Croatia brought into the project? Uh, yeah, well, it was really a lot of people from Croatia. From the start, we had, as uh, Daniel mentioned, uh, script additional script writer Sara Hribar, already in development phase because uh, Marco uh, and Sara Hribar. Uh, they also have really good connection from before and they together co-directed their, their feature film Lada Kamenski that was really successful also on a lot of festivals. They finished this film, I think, two years ago, something like that. Uh, and uh, we also, in, uh, in this project, involved in beginning director of photography, uh, very talented uh, young director of photography, Ivan Zadro. He's he's young, but this is but he's also very experienced because this is already his third uh, feature live action film, and even also um, had already um, uh, already worked with uh, Marco on one uh, short fiction film that was produ- produced by our company in 2020. Uh, film will now start uh, in this year with festival distribution and so on on this short fiction film um, they director Marko Šantić and DOP Ivan Zadro really had a chance to to know each other and to work together and I think this was really good also for this film now because uh, you know in in this co-production often Often you don't know always uh, other other uh, uh, others s- s- some other crew member, so this is really a great thing that they had uh, successful successful experience before, and I think this was very good in, in this film. Uh, 
Uh, now in the post-production phase, we also have one very one of the most experienced editors in region. It's Vladimir Goyun. He he's really he's really great, and he got he already got a lot of national awards in Croatia. But he also worked already on Slovenian films, and I think he has two or three uh, national Slovenian awards for Slovenian films. And uh, we had from Croatia was also uh, Gaffer and uh, lighting crew, and uh, we also first assistant of camera was also from Croatia. So really a lot of people, and I think this was everything great because we well we all before lived in the same in the same country, and so we don't have such a big language problems. Uh, okay, we have different languages, Slovenian and Croatian, but a lot of people from Slovenia uh, speak Croatian. So I think on set there was there was no language problems with that. There was only uh, in this. Uh, strange time that we are living now because of covid and everything it was difficult because of the border so a lot, a lot of time there was no the same uh, the same rules for covid in slovenia and croatia and if we look for this period i don't know from november last year to beginning of march of this year when we finished with shooting of the film this rule has been changing on national uh, uh, national level, so it it was not easy always to cross the border, you know, you, because sometimes you needed to make uh, a PCR test, sometimes you didn't. Uh, you, our crew needed to go a lot of time, especially in pre-production, on scouting, on reke and everything. So it was. It was a little bit, a little bit spe specific. So, but in production, is always you have specific moments, and this this moment now that we finished this film was one of them, really specific. And I think this was the first fi first film in 2021 in Croatia and Slovenia that was in production. If you enjoyed this episode of the Co-Production Podcast, don't hesitate to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform or visit us at cineropa.org where all the episodes are available. So Daniel, Jure, thank you for being the guests of the Co-Production Podcast today. I wish you all the best with the film, Wake Me. And of course, I wish a good recovery to Stefan, the Serbian co-producer, who is probably listening to this episode of the podcast from home. It's time to wrap this up. Keep making films. We'll keep watching them. <laughs>